Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Tell me nice. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 6.30 chance. Bob Stoffer joining you in Ice District from Rogers Place. It is a game night, and this is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Jam-packed edition of the show. Coming up in the first half hour, we'll hear from Edmonton Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, a sit-down one-on-one conversation with Darnell Nurse. We will also... At uh, 4.35 today, daily face-offs. Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing in Alberta and from NHL Hockey and Rogers from Century Casino. Uh, for Century Casino, Ron McLean will join us as well. The Oilers on an 11-game heater taking on the Seattle Kraken who uh, won nine games in a row before dropping uh, the last two games on what is it? This will culminate with a six-game road trip when they're done here tonight in Edmonton. Uh, so they started the road trip 3-0, lost in back-to-back nights in Pittsburgh and in New York City against the Rangers. And they're down one of their uh, best players. I would assert you their best player, Vince Dunn, uh, will not be available for tonight's game. Today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get them with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. So no Vince Dunn. Does sound like uh, Andre Burakovsky, who was a teammate of Connor McDavid and Connor Browns with the Erie Otters back in 13-14, appears as though he is going to get back into the lineup on a fourth line that also features Kyler Yamamoto. So let's get to it because it is busy, and I mean busy. A reminder that you can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Don't miss Warrant and Quiet Riot. Come on, feel the noise. Live at the River Cree on Friday, February the 23rd. You can get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can always text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Edmonton and the Seattle Kraken. And the Oilers have seen a precipitous rise. How much? When these two teams met back on November the 11th, the Oilers at that point had a 2-9-1 record. 
and the teams were struggling to keep the puck out of their own net to the tune. Uh, Seattle's save percentage was at 894 on November the 11th, which was 24th in the NHL. Edmonton's was dead last, 32nd in the league at 860. That was back on November the 11th. Let's fast forward about nine and a half weeks later. And uh, Seattle's now 11th in the league in save percentage up to 904. The orders have gone from 32nd to 22nd to 894 from 860. And it's part of the reason why uh, both teams have gone on uh, what is two of the three longest winning streaks this season. The Kraken at nine. The Oilers with the longest winning streak in the league at 11 games. We head into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. It's cold outside. Grab a brand new vintage wool blanket. Direct Workwear. Just $39.95. Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch with a record of 21-6. and six. He was an assistant to Dave Haxtall, the Seattle head coach, when Dave was the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Chris Knobloch saying the Oilers continue to show some maturity. Yeah, we are right now. We're showing it right now. And, um, you know, that's just like a game. There's always ups and downs. And there's going to be more adversity and there's going to be harder adversity. And we'll see how we handle that when we lose a game or two or three in a row. We'll see how we handle it. But right now, I see us being immature and uh, handling adversity very well. Uh, Knobloch also feels there's still lots of work to do for the Edmonton Oilers. We should feel good about what we've done right now. Um, we're playing really good hockey, but there's we're only midway, midpoint of the season. We got a lot of hockey left, and a losing streak puts us out of the uh, playoff spot right now. And there's teams that are right behind us, and there's also teams that we want to catch that are above us. So, you know, we still have a lot of work to do. Absolutely. Meanwhile, uh, one of the things that Knobloch says has happened is everybody has been involved during the course of this 11-game winning streak. The success of this team is going to rely on all the players. We need contributions from everyone. And it is very important that your best players are your best players. And most nights you're going to win when they are your best players. But we have to get contributions for everybody. And right now we have. And whether that's contributions from guys like uh, Yanmark and Brown, who have been outstanding on the penalty kill, and checking, and maybe not contributing as much offensively as they would like, but they're definitely helping this team. Um, whether it's Bouchard on the power play, you know, with his shot and contributing offensively, uh, Derek Ryan, obviously on the penalty kill, winning key faceoffs. He's only our only right-handed centerman. You know, you go through the lineup, and a lot of guys are making contributions. And you know, we're on a, quite a winning streak, which is nice. And we haven't relied on just one thing. Like it hasn't been. You know, our goaltending has been great, but we haven't relied on that every single night stealing its games. Uh, we haven't been scoring a ton of games or goals each night. Um, Connor has been good, but, you know, he hasn't scored at as regular pace he has other game or other stretches during the, um, his career. Um, you just go through the lineup and we're getting contributions for everybody, and that's why we've been able to put a winning streak together. Winners have won 11 in a row. Connor McDavid's on an 11-game point streak. He's got five goals and 17 points during that stretch, which is actually below his points per game average over the last three seasons. Think about that for a second. Here's Knobloch on McDavid's leadership. Connor's a very hardworking guy. He, whether that's practice games, he... Um, I don't think I've ever seen him take a shift off or a practice off. Every drill he does, it's full out, 100%. And as a 
teammate, it's pretty hard not to follow his suit and um, and just follow his lead because it's uh, it's infectious the way he approaches the game, whether it's preparation or what he does on the ice. Obviously, the guys aren't going to match his skill and what he does with the puck, but uh, his uh, preparation, his work ethic is uh, infectious. Meanwhile, Ryan Nugent Hopkins says Connor McDavid shows great leadership. The way that he plays, obviously. Um, um, I mean, the best player in the world. Uh, he doesn't need to be the hardest worker every single night, but <clears throat> when you see him being the hardest worker, uh, it drives your team, and your team has no choice but to follow that and follow his lead. And um, I, I think, uh, yeah, over the past, whatever you want to call it, 25, 30 games, I think, I mean, his level is... His desperation level has ramped up, and it's uh, it's it's brought our teams up a lot. And I think uh, guys are taking a lot of pride in that. And, uh, and in the room, we're we're saying the right things. And even the start of the year, we were saying the right things. It just wasn't going for us. But uh, now, obviously, um, you start to turn it around a little bit. But uh, you you got to keep going here. And uh, it's a long season. Like I said before, we're not even halfway. So um, it's going to take a lot more. All right, that is Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers, who adds that the Oilers are staying calm and confident. It's tough sometimes, especially when sometimes you feel like you're, you're doing that, you're trying to do it, and uh, it doesn't work out. Uh, then you try to force things the next night, or, and it just kind of spirals a little bit. So I think obviously streaking some games together obviously is – helps and uh, you can build the confidence uh, in that in the ability to, to do that and uh, be more comfortable in those situations which is obviously um, you win 10 in a row, 9 in a row you have the, the confidence to be able to stay in games but uh, it's something that uh, um, we've been building on and uh, it hasn't come easy obviously it didn't come easy at the start of the year so uh, I think we all know that we we can keep getting better here, um, but I think, uh, especially the last four games, I think for me personally, are a great time for our team. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, it is the Oilers and the Seattle Kraken tonight. Edmonton, by the way, is now 12-6-1 and on home ice this year. That includes a, a victory over at Commonwealth Stadium. The Kraken are 10-8-6 on the road. The Oilers have won five of seven all-time matchups against Seattle, outscoring them to the tune of 41-26. to When we come back, we will set the game day lineup report for you, get to NHL today, and hear from Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. It's 4-16 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's 420 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in Ice District in Oil Country. You know the teams called the Edmonton Oilers? And I support oil and gas. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Let's do this. Let's get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. 
I am both a big fan of the Blue Jays and when I see a Blue Jay in my backyard, so I understand where you're coming from. Um, I have a couple of games that are not quite started yet, but another uh, an all-Canadian matchup with the Senators and the Montreal Canadiens facing off in Ottawa, Calgary, and Toronto down the QE2 at 7 o'clock tonight. Our game at 7 and so too. Oh, the Vancouver Canucks and the Coyotes will play at 7 Pacific. That's 8 our time eight of of course now uh, wild captain jared spurgeon is uh, going under the knife addressing hip and back injuries that will end the 34 year old season walker doer cleared waivers and blue jackets goaltender spencer martin now finds himself on the waiver wire cap hit of just under nine hundred thousand dollars bakersfield rebounded to beat colorado four to two last night dylan holloway got the empty netter to extend his Point streak, uh, point streak to four games. Jack Campbell turning aside 32 of 34 in goal. They have points in 10 of 11 games now. We'll host the Calgary Wranglers on Saturday night. Oil Kings get Prince Albert and Saskatoon at home uh, tomorrow night and then Sunday as well. And the Bears are on a bye. It is 4:22 at Edmonton. They're just this is what happens. Uh, they're just going through their pre-roll here in Rogers Place. Pretty sure you know that song. A little bit of journey for you. And Darnell Nurse has gone on quite the journey. So have the Oilers squad this season. Darnell Nurse is our Oilers now headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Let's get to our sit-down one-on-one conversation with Darnell. Darnell, uh, the Edmonton Oilers in the midst of a, an 11-game winning streak in a stretch where you've won 19 of the last 22 games. It's been a pretty good run here for this team, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been pretty good. I think, uh, you know, we found different ways to win games. I think, uh, but for the most part, we kind of just stuck to our game plan uh, from start to finish and then has some, like, really calm, patient wins, which has been uh, good for a group. Calm, patient wins. I get the sense, I don't hear a lot, like, uh, with our ambient mics on your bench, is the bench common patient and does that manifest into players being common patient yeah i think it's kind of been something you know obviously as a as a team you know you can get wrapped up in the emotional games um but that you want to go out there and play with energy and, and use it in the right way so i think uh, we've done a good job of of uh you know putting put our energy in the right resources and i think first and foremost has come to defending and our defending has been uh, a lot better it's led to us being able to win more games paul coffee uh, said on my show a while ago he said bob i made more mistakes than any defenseman in nhl history but you got to make plays and i want my guys making plays and if there's the occasional hiccup or turnover that happens uh is that i mean i look at how you guys are moving the puck up the ice the transition game to me is vastly improved how much of this is a little bit of paul's influence on your which is not to denigrate the work of other coaches before like jim playfair or dave Mans. yeah no we've we've been fortunate here in this organization of some great d coaches um boxing cough brings in a you know, mindset and a, a vision of the game that made him you know, so great in the hall of famer and have so much success in this league and i think uh you know a lot of his message uh, a lot of the way he sees the game translates to, to today's day and age and um, yeah I think making plays first and foremost is, has been something that we've continued to grow with, with that just the, the confidence within the group to continue to expand on it and not you know if, if a play breaks down not uh, you know shell up and go go off the glass and, and out it's uh, more so just 
see him move on to the next play and if you see him make it. You guys have had multiple third period comebacks here in the last, during this 11 game winning streak against some good teams as well. Like the Rangers, good team. Uh, Leafs, good team. Is that just part and parcel to staying in the moment and understanding that you don't have to get the goal back right away? Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I think also, you know, you look at all those games that have been comebacks. You know, you're talking about one, two goal games. Uh, you're not trying to chase back a three, four goal game in, in the third period. So it seems uh, within our team, you know, we've been t- defending to the point where, you know, when the third period comes around, within striking distance, you know, and that makes, uh, that makes a big difference. How important is it for you're part of a penalty killing unit that since uh, Chris and uh, Mark Stewart has taken, taken ownership with that and cut the amount of forwards that are deployed? You guys are third in the NHL penalty killing over the last 27 games. Is it about ownership? Is it about because you're out there with Cody, and then obviously you know Matias plays a lot with Vincent Dayer now. That but and there's three primary forward tandems. It's part of what you guys do, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's part of our identity. I think that's one thing. You know, when you get uh, especially look up front with the, the three times you just talked about. Um, you know, it's, it's sparked a, a big a big role within our room, and I think um, you know Stewie has done such a great job of of breaking down penalty kill and um, you know areas that we can be better, uh, trying to expand on it when we can pressure when when maybe it's not the right time to pressure, and then just obviously the commitment to to blocking shots are goal tending too. Uh, you look over that stretch, your goal tending has been huge on the PK as well. So, um, I mean, a lot of it just comes to, to ownership of the PK. I think obviously our PP has been so good here for so long and, and our PK has kind of been up and down. And I think with the group that we have going out there and killing each other every night, we take a lot of pride in it. And I think we have a high expectation of, of what we're able to achieve out there on the PK. Darnell, how much fun was it against Toronto? <laughs> with the fans going back and forth and the fact that you guys came back in uh, the way you did. Yeah, you know, I, I think we talked about we want to take the fans out of it to start the game. You know, it's a little, uh, and then they came up and scored 30 seconds. Uh, 30 seconds. So I don't know if uh, we did that, but uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, yeah, the the combating uh, let's go Oilers and go Leaf go uh, chance and. Um, yeah, it was just every time they come to town. Obviously, there's a lot of blue in the stands, and um, you know, there's a lot of cheering for for the Leafs. But uh, yeah, to to be able to beat them and, and for us to continue this this win streak has been great. Seattle up next. Quick thought on that. Yeah, a team that's obviously playing really well. They've they've banked a lot of wins over the last course of uh, you know a month or so too. So uh, divisional game, it's a huge huge game for us. We went five minutes and we didn't talk about what the hell happened to the Philadelphia Eagles. And we're gonna go five on one and still not talk about it. There we go. <laughs> that is uh, Darnell Nurse, who's obviously his uncle, Donovan McNabb, was a longtime starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. It is 428 in Edmonton. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Quite the story out of Nova Scotia. Uh, yes, uh, it was an arsonist and uh, not global warming that caused a massive fire. Uh, amazing how many uh, ministers of a specific party uh, tried to infer that that was a byproduct of global warming. Uh, Randy Kilburn coming up with a global news weather traffic update. And uh, when we come back, we'll uh, hook up with Frank Cervalli for the horses and horse racing Alberta.